Someone came up to me and asked me for a selfie before I was over the moon. But then he said, thank you very much for Facebook. He thought I was Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, I think it is the blue. It's the, it's the blue. blue. Well, and the face. Yes. And the f yes. It's probably also the face. Yeah, there the may be some resemblance well. there. Yeah. No. It's not that close, though, really. But no. when I close my eyes and listen to Jake, I do hear Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's just... We have asked everyone so far the same questions, and you will be no exceptions. Who are you and why? Nice. Do you want to go first? I'd rather you did. Oh, thank you. <laughs> My name is Dion Almer. Um, I'd say the why is an interesting one, you know? So um, I've worked with this guy for a long time, lots of different companies. Um, way back in the day, we did this thing called Ajaxian. There's this thing called Ajax. You were too young to, to know it. I remember <laughs> Ajax. <laughs> I'm not young enough. <laughs> That's... Uh, and that was, you know, really fun to kind of see the web kind of come back and go from docs to apps and the like. Uh, so I've been living in the web for a long time. Uh, used to be at Google. I'm now back at Google running DevRel for uh, a few different teams across the web, Android, Assistant, and other things. What about you? Yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm Ben Galbraith. I uh, am on the Chrome team. I lead product for the folks who are working on the web platform. So the folks who are thinking about how the web works when That's we render a web page and things, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, at these big companies, titles are fun, right? It like, is. There, there's some glorious titles out and there. And naming. We are great at naming things at Google. You oh. say that. We talked to Darren about yeah. this. Apparently, the I code do. name for, for Google... No, not, not code name. It was the, 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 a potential name. The, the, the repository name under which they started working. It yeah. was Goose. Goose? <laughs> Goose. But as in, like, um, Duck. Top Gun. Oh, oh nice. of course, right. That's what we that's, could have had. Yeah. That's what the project name browser. was like, did he talk about browser? Like for a while it was called browser, but B-R-W-Z-R. Really? I, I think that was going to be a candidate. That was, it was well, like this yeah. robot thing. It's yeah. kind of a men's cologne kind of vibe, right? Yeah. I mean, that could be... I guess we, said, we didn't say the why, though. Like, oh, why, the why? why do you work on Chrome? Yeah, no, well, I mean, I got so excited about the follow-up <laughs> question. <Yeah. laughs> No, I mean, I, as you said, I've been working with this guy for uh, for a really long time, and uh, we were given the opportunity to come to Google together, which is really exciting. And Chrome, I feel like the web is really the most exciting spot I could be right now. Oh, and, uh, I feel that too, actually. No, and it's, yeah. it's kind of a funny thing to say, because like, some people I talk to are like, well, the web... Web's kind of been disrupted twice and is now more boring than anything. Whoa, dead, whoa, right? show me these people. Uh, <laughs> show me these people. I think whoa. I can see one right over there. You know, we'll You'll get over here. But, but, uh, but the other half of people I talk to really see the latent potential in the web and what's possible and are really excited by it. And I can talk to you about why I'm so excited about it. But um, Yeah. So like, I think before we get too much into relevant subjects, there's a question we've been asking everyone <laughs> to sort of, a sort of gauge of personality. Yeah. And it's also a bit of a, a bit of research that we've been conducting. Right. So basically, depending on how you answer, this interview can go one of two ways. Yeah, this is like exactly. a game of Ultima, right? Today? Was that like over your heads? Like, yeah, I have no idea what you said. <laughs> I was just going to gloss the, over the, it. The, <laughs> the Ultima personality test, right? Is, 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 oh is that a thing? You guys are so young. We've got to introduce you to like classic video games. It could be a location thing. I don't know. <laughs> I'm so used to like geeking out with geeks. I don't understand. Oh, Did you just tell us? I'll go back. We'll go back some time. It was a ZX you. Spectrum game. So. Oh, I had a, I had a ZX. <laughs> I, had a ZX. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't think it was on the ZX Spectrum, but there were the ZX Spectrum. Yeah. So. Oh, oh. oh, three Brits. Oh, well, Those I got a Don't think that counts. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, today. Tuesday, 
We can are, agree are, on that, right? Are we yes. all in agreement? Yeah, we're, we're all comfortable with that. Yeah. That today, is, fact. today is Tuesday. Today yeah, yeah, is okay. Tuesday. I'll give May you that. 8th. How many days is it until next Wednesday? Ah, that's interesting. Well, I've always defined next Wednesday within a week as the week after, but I could see you defining it as tomorrow as well. That's so. a very good managerial yeah. answer, actually. Yeah. Brings yeah. the like, nuance right, right away. There's a special word for what would be next Wednesday, right? It's like oxed Wednesday. There's a word that means go to the weekend and then the next one. So you never have to be in really? Tuesday. Today I learned. If you say Ox Wednesday, wait, wait, you, it what can't do, be... What do you actually How do you spell say? that? O-X? O-X-T, I believe. Oxed Wednesday. Oxed yeah. Wednesday. The problem that, is solved. That gets rid of this problem. You always know it's going to be not in this week. Go to the weekend and then the following one. So you don't get into the next Wednesday. Well, this, so this changes everything. ambiguation master. <laughs> <laughs> this is fantastic. But I still, well, feel, I still feel like we haven't actually got an answer because it's very important that we find out your so opinion. I, as far as I understood, you were saying next Wednesday is the one in eight days. Okay, so, you so, can see why people so might think differently. If somebody said that to me and I did not have the ability to ask follow-up questions, I would assume eight days from now because if it was tomorrow, you would have said tomorrow, right? Like if, I, if I'm doing probabilities. Oh, so it, but if it was next Friday then? If is it was that, next Friday, yeah. I would also assume it would be 10 days from now, right? Are you, I'm checking the math right now. Are you, are you, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm wondering, is this going to drive a rift in the partnership? <laughs> <laughs> there for, for it depends, it depends on the stakes, right? Let's see. What are you, well, what's I, going on? are you a one day, one day Wednesday man or an eight day no, Wednesday man? Because you'd say this Friday, wouldn't you? You would say this Friday. You'd say a normal Friday. person on Friday, Friday. This Friday. This Friday. When, yeah. Why would you say next Friday? Because why? it's the next Friday. But why would you say you? Wouldn't, you don't need to say that. You can but say, I agree. It's it's stupid, right? Are you applying literalisms to colloquialisms? <laughs> yeah, I think actually you're kind of. Is this another ZX game? But, but, <laughs> <laughs> We're back to Ultima. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not sure how to count this, but but, yeah. but we learned about ox, so that makes up for everything. We, we, we've learned what happens yeah. when, we, when we interview managerial. <laughs> we, 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 we've tried so hard you to get, get a solid the answer. The bottom line is you get we nowhere. Failed. No, no, we, we gave you we gave you a solid answer. It's if I had to choose, weeks, yeah. I would choose eight days for eight. Wednesdays, yeah. eight days for next Friday, I agree. ten days for next Friday. Oh, it's, it's, oh. it's a day from now. You'd never say it. You'd well, say tomorrow. We have a word for that, as it turns out. Tomorrow. Okay, so the thing I've been using to try and explain it is like, if the current number is one, and I said, what's the next even number? What is the next yeah. even number? Two. We're not dealing with numbers. Well, you, but you would say four, surely. <laughs> because it's the one after the next one. Oh, well, I think, I think you're taking sort of intense literal logic and applying it to a colloquial situation that has everything to do with tradition and nothing to do with literal truth, right? Yeah. It's like Fahrenheit and Celsius. Are we going to talk about right? religion like, next? Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, so that'll, uh, that'll get the views in. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you end up with more comments than views. Uh, so yeah, we're, that's we're, we're, we're Let's not go there. And yeah. sweetheart, that's when daddy got fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last season of two or three. Yeah. yeah. So we, we've been doing like these, these interview things like, all day. Okay. So yeah. we, we never we, done interviews before. Yeah, and we, we missed your talk. So oh, can, so like in 30 seconds, can you sort of... It's one of the, so the ominous the... state of the union. The oh, well, uh, we've rehearsed yeah. it so much, I'm tempted to break out like uh, 40 minutes of 30-second summaries. <laughs> 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 no, it's an exciting talk. It was a, we call it the state of the union. We do this, I guess, does that actually mean anything out of the US? State of the union? Um, I th in IT, I think it has carried over. Outside of it, maybe not. Okay. I'm not sure. We should probably change the name next year, but we call it State of the Union. Yeah, what union? We know about state, right? we know about <laughs> yeah, unions, totally. those two very common some, computing terms. In some areas, it's called State of the Web. Yeah, that's so, right. State of the Web would be a better so name. So what state is the web in? A fantastic state. Thank you for asking. <laughs> yeah, <excellent. laughs> next question, please. <Yeah. laughs> oh, we're getting the, the succinct 
like direct answers now. Yeah, good. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. good to be good my for the rest of the training. Training's going to kick in in a minute. Right? <laughs> the question I wish you asked. Instead of, yeah, uh, yeah. No, it was a lot of good stuff. So we we opened the talk just by showing that uh, PWAs are everywhere, and PWAs. It's fair to ask what the what the heck that is. Basically, um, the web has been evolving dramatically over the past few years, and it's been getting a ton of new capabilities, and it's a whole new platform that it used to be just four or five years ago. And so we shared a lot of data around this, and there's kind of two categories. One is, well, what's actually changed about the web? And the other is, what happens when people take advantage of the new capabilities that are in the web? And we shared a bunch of case studies. Great one is Starbucks. Starbucks upgraded their website and experienced a double of the number of people that use their site every day. Uh, another great one. Well, significant. It's, it's huge. Another another great one was 1-800 Flowers, where they upgraded their oh. site and they saw 50% more orders on their site after they shipped their new site and they A/B tested it to validate this. Anyway, we shared a bunch of these examples. Um, getting to the capability side, the big one is this thing called Service Worker. You may have heard of I've, it. I've heard of this. Have you? Go on. Have you? <laughs> Let me explain it to you in very simple oh, terms. Okay. So you can understand. Oh, I should start writing this down for my next talk. <laughs> Maybe you could write in a doc, like a spec type doc no, or yeah. something. <laughs> a really succinct explanation. So it's called Service Worker. Yeah. And, uh, yep. Oh, but it's like forever, everyone's understood the web is pages. Pages that the browser requests and renders. And in uh, Service Worker is the first major new primitive on the web that changes the game. Because with Service Worker, you now have this code that's resident in the browser. It can receive events from the site, even when the user's left the page. You can use it to override the network. I love how you guys are critiquing my explanation in real time. It's <laughs> actually really good. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but, but yeah, it, uh, it lets you as a developer take control of the networking stuff, which is seems like a geek. Why would, that, why would you want to do that? But it's super important because yeah. There are a lot of people using the web who have intermittent, uh, intermittent connectivity where it just drops out or it's really slow. And so as a developer, you're in the driver's seat. It doesn't show you the dyno screen. If there's a, if there's a problem, you can create these really smooth experiences. Yeah. I feel like this time too, we actually talked about the Google properties are actually using this no, that's stuff. Right, that's right. Let, let me wrap up service real quick. So like the big news is that it's finally in Safari and it, has, <laughs> yes. it hasn't been for a long time. And, uh, and it's finally an edge. Yes. And so, so literally, we, all, all these case yeah. studies I've been telling you about are generally case studies everywhere besides Safari and Edge. And now that it's available on these platforms, boom, you just have a huge new surface area. But yeah, you were talking about some other stuff. Yeah, like yeah. Google Search, actually using a service worker. Got to talk about that today. 50% less JavaScript. Yeah, that's right. Uh, all of the intermittent well, things. Number. You do a search, you're offline. When you come back online, do the search, pop back, hey, you want the results? That's, That's right. something I yeah. prototyped two years ago, just yeah. so you know. <laughs> did uh, you really? It's all my idea. Yeah, yeah I, I did it for a Wikipedia demo. It was great. Uh, Jake, yeah, tell me about service work. What is service work? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've got nothing else to say. I've got nothing else to add. I was like, tick, tick, tick. It's good. Yeah, it's a good one. better one than I've done before. Yeah. So we've got search, we've got Bulletin. Did you see Bulletin? They launched the, the news. It's another new Google app. Yeah, Bulletin. So we shared a bunch of these examples, uh, and then we had, I think, some pretty exciting new stuff to share. I think stuff that's new for a lot of people. The problem with the web is that it's out in the open. So for insiders, what a problem. Like, there's yeah, really not right, a lot so. of new things to say, and if there is, that's a problem, right? <laughs> because like we don't control the web at Google, so we're not gonna like have this brand new thing. But we're highlighting a lot of the recent developments, one of which is this thing called desktop PWAs. And oh. so this is cool. We showed how Spotify is using desktop PWAs, so you go to their site, and they can, uh, you can install it to your to your uh, your launcher in this case in Chrome OS, and it gets its own top level window. Yep. So like Alt Tab now works with websites. Oh, so it's, good. It's fantastic, right? I, I'm glad we we did that on mobile first. Yeah. But it, it 
it felt it was a missing piece that we couldn't do on Productivity desktop. Productivity on the web is a big deal. Like we talk about mobile, 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 and mobile's super important, but there's billions of people on the desktop web. And that's where it's from where Starbucks was showing that, huh, they built this mobile thing. It actually works on the desktop too, and they got a bunch of usage out of it. Yeah. And I actually example. switched to Chrome OS about three months ago. Yeah. And it's like I've tried probably about three times to switch to Chrome OS and it's never really it's stuck. Seen- but like this time, it's like it's actually kind of sticking. A lot of it I is feel the same way. I mean, some of it is the keyboard, but but uh, <laughs> it is a good keyboard. I have to say. It's a great keyboard, and I'm glad you use the positive framing. Um, yeah. But uh, but the other thing is like using a lot of these popular productivity apps as like top level windows on Chrome OS because that's where it is now. We're bringing it to Windows and Mac, but it's not there yet. Um, I felt like the, that lots of companies doing their apps in in Electron shows that there was a desire to do that. There's right. so much to, to write web yeah. and just have it as an as if it was a normal app on Let the computer. Let me talk to you about AutoCAD because AutoCAD they created a web version of their application, which is like kind of mind-blowing like you, yeah. you go to a lot of analyst speeches and like the intelligent analysts are up there going like well a lot of stuff's coming to the web but old applications like autocad will never come to the web or it'll take them a really long it's here it and actually then, shipped wow. it in march yeah. that's right <laughs> and i said old autocad's been like innovating a ton since it shipped so it's actually a pretty cutting edge but they brought their c code base to the web and uh, you should you should get them to tell their story because um, I don't want to put too many words in their mouth, but it was a really small team that really quickly was able to prototype this, and then they shipped it not too long later. And so you've got this app that used to require like this big installation on a workstation uh, class uh, computer, and now a browser can open a, an uh, AutoCAD drawing in the browser. It's fantastic. And that's like the six, uh, second big puzzle piece where something like with the WebAssembly technology that's now there, yeah. we can tap into this old and existing ecosystem of C and C++ and suddenly make it useful in the browser, which is pretty new and pretty right. big. Yeah. So imagine if you AutoCAD before. I think they had a few attempts at trying to like, oh, let's code the web version. But you've got yeah. this team running along with their C++ code base. You're not trying to like catch up over the years. That's never going to happen, is it's it? Unless the team is win. bigger than the other team, and right. that doesn't seem feasible. Exactly. Yeah. So, so it's sounding great, right? So kind of like job done. We can relax for the next few years. Yeah. Can I take everything. the negative side? Oh. <laughs> okay, I think we're done here now. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it up. Uh, so I think the interesting thing about the state of the web, like the talk is about like everything's going on, all the, the all of the good things, but um, that's not always that's not the entire web that you actually experience every day, right? Like the things that we highlight, some of the great experiences that come in. Um, sometimes you end up on websites that don't offer that, and I think that's my biggest frustration at the moment is we've got like the state of the capable web and here's where we could be with the capabilities and then you've got like what you actually experience and we want to keep adding capabilities we want to keep bringing Electron back to the web and Cordova back to the web and all these things but how do we get the long tail. all of the long tail in there and that's why we do a lot of work with the WordPresses and all these yeah. different CMSs to how can we affect like that long tail of the yeah. web yeah what does the new capabilities matter if nobody uses them right, right? and so, I feel like we're kind of unlocking both at the moment Um, Well, that's where AMP comes in, too, because a lot of the keynote was talking about AMP because the web platform has a ton of capabilities, but it's also become a little complex. I mean, I don't know if you've noticed. (laughs) (laughs) You don't say. It it can be hard to figure out how to do it. And so AMP is all about how can we make the web really easy for a set of really targeted use cases with an opinionated approach. And it's been maybe a little controversial. And this year, we did a couple of things that I'm excited about. One is that we announced that we're fixing the problem with AMP URLs. And if you don't oh, know what that issue is, but, I, but yes. uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's this double-edged server. AMP does this cool thing where like, it hosts content on this server that optimizes it and like, shrinks images and all this stuff, but it's hosted on that server. And so- um, I always understood why they were doing it, but still the, the artifact of the URL 
was it's just so annoying and it's annoying to everybody some people look at the url and they think we're trying to like move the whole internet onto our origin onto our domain which is like not at all what we want so there's this new emerging standard called web packaging which on itself could be like the subject of a conversation i'm super excited about it but from a high level what it does it lets you as a developer take your site and effectively wrap it in a secure envelope and just say, say package a package <laughs> maybe a better metaphor maybe we should oh it's, it's already called that shoot <laughs> but like um and then and like it doesn't matter where it comes from it's advertised as though it came from your origin and so you right. can imagine like a browser of the future the magic that's of more like peer to peer right so like if you're in this area where you can't actually get to let's say the new york times if any peer has a version of the new york times that's like fairly recent you can get it from them yep. creating this really decentralized networking thing which is at the heart of the original spirit of the yeah. internet and then the other piece that we were just talking about is how um, this the search teams how do i want to frame this because this is something to frame delicately the other thing that i'm excited about is that uh, we've announced that amp is embracing web standards and things like the chrome user experience report so that we'll be able to use the actual performance of web pages to decide whether or not they're fast. Oh, so that's what gives it the little icon, right? Well, today so today you see that icon if something's amp. And moving forward, we've shared our intent to use things like the Chrome user experience report and other things as in, as the canonical indicator for whether or not something's going to perform really well. Because I always thought it was a bit backwards. It was like use amp to your site is fast, so we're going to use amp as an indicator if you're fast. Yeah. Now it's like if your site is fast, that's good. It's fast, yeah, that, that's, it that's where we want to end up. Yeah. Is one way of achieving that. Well, yeah. We yeah. haven't really had something like the Chrome User Experience Report, which you know, for listeners, it's worth explaining. It's we basically look at how Chrome experiences the internet across the entire world, how fast things really are on the ground, and we put it into a central database that we share with developers. And over four million domains are now in this database, and we can use this same open database. To decide whether or not a site's actually fast, and so it's all transparent. It's not some secret database that we have internally. It's right there. Yeah, it's also a lot easier to just kind of be like, we think this kind of guarantees performance. So like, we'll yeah. start there, and then getting this out there, doing the statistical yeah. analysis on it, because it's not all going to be yeah. the same. It's kind of complex. I should say this is all pending, and the search team is working through all this stuff, and they're trying to decide how to make it all real. Ah, the obligatory yeah. disclaimer. But it's a very serious uh, commitment they've made to go through and figure out the right way. To and do the this. other piece that we always talk about performance with AMP, but there's the privacy preservation piece to this too. Right? Yeah, that's Where right. Like, yeah, if I go in, I'm in an aggregator. If I prefetch or start pinging over to this other server, then all of a sudden, the on the user can be on search, and jakearchibald.com knows something and has set a cookie on me and. That's kind of weird. Without right? you ever clicking Without on that link. Without me ever knowing. Yeah, right. exactly. So yeah. by having it somewhere else on Google servers or whatever AMP cache it's on, um, we can hide that. And now with web packaging, it's baked into the platform. So that's really exciting, I think. Yeah, I think that's a great point because it enables, we talked about it in the talk, is like going from fast loading to no loading. Because if you can actually get the privacy preservation bit, then you can imagine a future Google search page or Twitter stream or whatever, where anytime there's a link, the browser can actually prefetch everything. And instead of falsely reporting all these hits to all these origins that then you know, think that you've actually visited, that doesn't happen. But the browser is able to bring those resources down, even partially pre-render the content. And when you tap on it, it's already there. Mm. And that sort of leans into the superpower of the web. I mean, any other platform, if you want to engage with someone's content, you got to find it, you got to install it. And then forever after, you're like maintaining the updates and pulling down all this stuff. With the web, you're just there. You're just on, you just see a link, you're there. And this brings it even faster. It's amazing. Really the gesture excited about of the it. web. <laughs> it's instant, I can't do man. that. I mean, it's <laughs> kind of boom. Yeah.
So what, what do you think the web needs to do within the next 10 years to survive? Is it, is it like Ooh, web packaging? Darren basically we're... guaranteed us that Chrome is going to be around for the next 40 years and our careers are safe. It takes, nice. takes me to retirement. 40, You've 40. got another 10 years. 40. Nice. Wow, 40. That's, that's a, what was happening 40 years A little ago. over my event horizon, but yeah. I mean, that's... <laughs> wow, 40. They can hold him to that. But yeah, what do you think is the most important thing for us to focus on for the near future, let's say? Yeah. I mean, the there's future. the foundations and there's the real future future stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, foundationally, we just need to fix the uh, the performance problem on the web. You don't say it. focus in on getting people <laughs> using the web. Um, and then you've got these different things like Electron and Cordova that we've talked about. And I think some web purists will be like, that's not the web if it's not on a URL. But like, these are all developers that are using web technology. Like, we've got a little bit of a leash there. And yeah. like, they want to do it. So like, how can we foster that and then kind of keep bringing that back to the web? And I think that's also the point that some people are already they're trying to do these things and they're doing them in an awful way because there is no better way. So we should help them. Right, with exactly. Like, for example, with the Houdini stuff where you're suddenly able to do some nice animation that's so far... There it is, Houdini. There it is. Oh, tell us more. <laughs> tell us more. <laughs> <laughs> you're just jealous we were talking about service worker for so yeah. long. And you're like, yeah. I don't have my project my, I felt in like my too. identity was yeah. undermined here. Yeah. <laughs> no, I could totally see it in your eyes. Like, what is this server-side crap? <laughs> <laughs> but right, if like you have performance and then we can show that you can have super responsive UIs that's kind of equivalent to native, that knocks that off. Yeah. And then you've got, what are the other platforms that are coming along? The web's a meta platform. It lives and dies based on if it's on those platforms, right? Yeah. So something like, I don't know if you saw in the keynote, the um, the Google Lens features and the Maps features, like that's all ephemeral information and content. Like the web should be there. I should be doing this and I go Seems look like at the area case. and it should be able to pop right in. So we need yeah. to be on these platforms, the system platforms, everything that's going on. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with you, man. Listen, I... I don't want to get religious. We joked about religion earlier, <laughs> but uh, I mean, the web is this fantastic treasure. I feel like if you look at it, what do we have in the web? We have this open ecosystem where the standards can be implemented on any platform. I mean, think about that for a second, because most other platforms use their ecosystem as a, as a walled garden to block other people and to sort of chain people in that ecosystem. The web is totally open. We've got this inherent indexability, so you can go through and discover it. You don't have like a single gatekeeper or toll collector. And these are just fantastic attributes of the web. As one of, like when I, I spend most of my day working with folks from like Mozilla, Microsoft, and it, it feels like I, I have more contact with folks from other browsers in, in doing my job yeah. uh, than sort of internally at Chrome. It's difficult when it comes to employee review time. <laughs> on the other hand, it feels so collaborative. Yeah. Like more than yeah. any other job I've had. Well, well how funny has it been with Microsoft Build being at the same time as I.O.? Mm. It's like Henrik, you know, is watching did a lot of the Starbucks work, right? And that Starbucks team, they get to sit there on the same day today. They get to see their work showed off at Microsoft Build and Google I.O. Like, yeah. that's only the web would let you do that kind that's of work. True. Right? That's it's, true. It's really cool. I think no, my, one of my favorite memories is from one of my first talks as a Googlers. I was using a slide where I opened a website on a Nintendo DS Ah. I was like, no, that's, re that's really a unique feature of a platform. Like, you write a website, and suddenly it is, is really in your car, cool. on your phone, on a Nintendo DS. <laughs> I remember that's... at one of our AJAX Experience events, how many years ago? Ten a years ago, ago, someone from Nokia came up to us showing, like, WebKit, a full WebKit running on what was, you know, a really small Nokia had, like, the, the, the foldable phone. Yeah, it was, like, the very first mobile WebKit, and it blew my mind then. And I think a lot of the work that happened to enable that was what enabled the first iPhone that really kind of was that compelling mobile web experience. But I, I, think, I think, Jake, like the web is worth 
having in society. The way I, you know, like, that's an understatement. <laughs> so, so, but I, I think like when you talk about 10 years, what I'm really focused on is how can we make sure that the web remains the platform where developers can bring their best experiences. Because I think there's a lot of competing platforms. Some of them can do a better job at animations and visual effects in the web. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know if that's a fair statement. But Not maybe. 10 years from now, though. Yeah, no, that's, that's <laughs> uh, two, two, two years from now. Maybe hopefully. one year from now. But, uh, so, so we've got to make sure developers have the capabilities they need. We've got to make sure that users actually prefer the web. And we've got to make sure that browsers are where computing is moving. And when you think about that frame, we have a lot of work to do. I feel like developers, we've got to do a lot. Houdini is one of my favorite projects. Uh, but, but second service workers. There's, there's a lot of additional stuff we need to do. And I think when you think about what user pain points are, there's a lot that we could do to evolve the browser. There's a lot I don't like about today's browser. I mean, we could go off on that tangent. So when you talk about 10 years, I want to see the web platform evolve to have more capabilities. I don't want to see us chasing app platforms. I don't want to see us advertising the web as kind of like, it's almost as good as this app platform. Yeah. You, should, you should develop websites that are like apps. That maybe is a controversial cool. statement. You were going to say the web has its own unique flavors, right? Or it, has, it has its own unique capabilities and use cases where like, that's some, right. some, like there is still use cases. I say, no, that's a use case for a native platform. That's yes. not necessarily something you want to solve on I the web. I couldn't agree yeah. more. I think if, if what you as a developer want to build is something that feels like it's an extension of some specific operating system, it's a native app. And you'd be kind yeah. of crazy to use the web for that. But if you want to engage with the most users you can, if you want to do it in a way that gives the user the best experience in terms of getting something done and being able to have sessions that span devices and things like that, that's the web. That's what the web should be good for. And when you think about the future, I think we're kind of ahead of the future. In a sense, I think the web needs to go back to the future because we talk about the assistant and how these intelligent assistants will broker computing experiences as an intermediary. That's what the user agent is. That's yes. what it's always been about. And we haven't had the technology in the past to realize a lot of this vision, but now we do. And so this model of you engaging with experiences through this assistant, this agent that's helping you and making the experience optimized for you, that's the way the world is headed. And I think if we, uh, if we make the right moves as a platform, the web can really shine in the world we're moving into. It's really fun to get a glimpse with the desktop, going back to the desktop PWAs, where it's like, okay, I've got the window with the app, but now I've got these three little dots that I can click on. I've got autofill, I can cast through there, I can do find on page. Yeah. I can do all of these things that are webby and I can bring it into the app itself and I can, I can extend it in interesting ways. That's right. So, again, well, before we release you, yeah. we're going we're gonna to wrap up with uh, a question we've been asking everyone. Some people have done better than others. <laughs> it's based on that. I, I do a pub quiz. I'm the only tech person on the team. Tech questions come up. I fail. And so I'm giving tech questions to other tech people. Yeah. And if they fail, that's something I can take back to my team and say, hey, it's, just, it's not just me. Nice. It's not just me. Are you ready? ready? Yeah, sure. Ready. <laughs> Good one. What are the colors of the Google logo in order? Go. There's an order? Well, G-O-O-G-L-E. That's the order we like order. to display oh my the Google logo in. Oh my you can start, start with the first though, the first G. Well, let's put them on the table. We're working yeah. with green, red, yellow, and blue. Yeah. So um, I'm getting freaked out by the PWA logo that started with the blue. Yeah. That's, uh, oh, that's, this is okay. like mind okay, okay, right okay. away. Uh, I'm going to guess green is the first, right? Would you go with that, or do you think it's not? Really? 
Gosh, I don't. Uh, I'm casting another wedge that we drive uh, into the. Whoa. Where's the red? Okay, so we can agree it's not yellow. We can agree it's not red. So we're down oh, to blue elimination. and green. Oh, what we eliminate? I think it's blue. You think it's blue? Yeah. Okay, I'll go blue. All right. After this, all bits are off, right? Because like it could be any color after that. Yellow. Uh, you think yellow a second? Blue. So, uh, are we locked in any colors? Are so we... blue and yellow is a bizarre color scheme. I don't yeah, think it's that. Really? Okay, let's go blue. If if we had a timer, I would say blue. Yeah. Going off your blue. Yeah, yeah. Blue, green, yellow, red is what I would have to guess. Okay. But I think it may be wrong. Well, the good news is you got the first letter right, which is more than Jake did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> then I should have let you keep going. What right? was the next one? Well, do you want to try? Oh, so you got the blue oh, correct. Yeah, do your own. Do your own because I influenced you. So, yours, so make sure I don't blue, get Blue, green, yellow, red is what I said. Blue, blue yellow, uh, red, we've, green. I mean, we've got a problem with the logo. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I think that's something we can all agree on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We get Sundar it's... to change it because no one knows. Nobody yeah. has. Yeah. Okay, like, so what is it? Blue, red, yellow, blue, green, red, and you know blue, I still red, have to read yellow. that every time yeah. <laughs> on my phone. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I didn't realize that we so, could repeat the colors. Oh, and we were so just for context, yeah. some people got the first letter, not all of them. Yeah. Only Darren has gotten three. No. Yeah, yeah. That's as, that's the best we've got. Got it. Have you done an analysis on the number of years at Google? Are you like that? We can do it after the fact now. <laughs> yeah, Darren was, yeah. is definitely the most years, yeah. so yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no. thank you very much for joining cool. us thank and you. taking the time. Thank you, guys. It's been a pleasure. Cheers. Thank you, thank you very much.